Blog Talk Radio. everyone and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett and I know you're really going to enjoy the guests that are lined up today. First, a very special person from the San Gabriel Valley Humane Society is waiting in the green room. She'll be making her way into the studio right after the break to talk about a very fun event and some special things that are going on at the shelter. Later, it's time for book reviews with Marianne Dell, who always finds the best children's books about animals. All this and more are coming up, so stay tuned to the Pet Place Radio Show here on the Best News Talk Radio Station in Southern California, KGIL, and 1260 and 540. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and right now I'm very happy to welcome Dorothy Chin from the San Gabriel Valley Humane Society. Welcome, Dorothy. Thank you very much, Marie, for having us. I'm sure I am just very relieved that you could be here today. I know we had a little bit of a, almost a wrong uh, connection a little earlier, but but you got some exciting stuff coming on, and and we want to make sure that you have a chance to tell us all about it. Oh, yes, it's been an exciting day, <laughs> quite um, quite a busy one on top of that. Now, you have a very special event that we've been promoting here on the Pet Place Radio Show the um, last couple of weeks, and, and I just wanted to hear a little bit more about it from you. Absolutely. Um, we have an event coming up on September 20th. It's called the Run-A-Mutt uh, Dog Walk and Family Festival. Okay. And it's going to be running from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., and where will that be? And it's going to be in the city of Temple City. Uh, it's going to be in Temple City Park on Los Tunas Ave. Okay. And we're very excited this year. Um, we have a lot of great sponsors coming up uh, to help support us. Oh, can you so, tell us a little bit about that? Who, who, who do you think will be showing up that day? Well, I know we have PetSmart. Um, they've been a big sponsor for us this year. Yeah, they're a great organization. I really like them. And one of the things I really, really like about them is they don't sell live animals. They just sell uh, they sell supplies. So you, you don't walk into their store and see uh, puppies and kittens unless they're from rescues or shelters. Yes, that, that's nice. And they've always promoted the whole idea of rescuing a, an animal rather than purchasing one from a pet store. Yeah, and that is just wonderful. That's the way to go. Yes, and, and that helps us, us out a lot because, um, you know, someone will go into PetSmart and they say, Oh, I saw this ad, or I, I heard this—you know—that you're having this event, and um, they've been very kind to us in the past years for it. So, so they're really promoting your renomet then. They are, they are, and um, we also have uh, this dogs of Southern California. They're coming to uh, do two performances that day. Oh, now are these the frisbee dogs? Yes, wow. they're, they're pretty amazing. If you've ever seen them in. Um, they're pretty amazing to watch. They're I, just brand I have, seen, I have seen some frisbee dogs in the past, and they are so athletic. I can't believe some of the catches and flips and stunts that these guys do. It's it's just incredible. It's pretty amazing, and I I get tired just watching them. So <laughs> <laughs> now I I heard you're also having a best dressed pet contest. We are. We're encouraging everyone to come down and bring their family pets in costume. Um, and I'm sure a lot of 
uh, pet owners already have their costumes ready for Halloween, so we're asking them to come down early and um, have a contest amongst them, and uh, whoever's best dressed is going to win a great prize there. Wow. Now, did you have, have this contest last year also? We had a dog talent contest last year. Oh, really? How'd that go? That went very well. We had um, best tail waggers. We had um, best behaved. So it's it's really great to see everyone come out. We had probably about 20 participants for each contest. Oh, so wow. So they get right into it. So you had a pretty good turnout last year. We did. We had um, about 125 walkers last year, and we're hoping to double that this year. Okay. Now, do the walkers get sponsors, or is it just their entry fee that supports the shelter? It's only the entry fee that they support the shelter with. Okay. And for each owner and dog, they get a T-shirt to say, I participated, as well as their pet gets a bandana saying they participated as well. Aww. Now, how much is the entry fee? It's only $25. Oh, that's um, a deal. Pre-registration, yeah. and if you register on site that day, it's $30. Okay, and it goes to help the animals. Yes, and that, you know, with that entry fee, you know, the festival's there, the Frisbee dogs are free to watch, mm-hmm. and you get that T-shirt and bandana for Fido, so, it, yeah. you know, it's really a great cause and a, pretty much a bargain for $25. Absolutely. You can't even go to the theater these days and come out to... Paying less than $25 after you buy uh, popcorn I and <laughs> I know, I soda know. pop and everything else. It's, it's crazy, yeah. But, yeah, it's totally worth it to ha- bring the family out and, um, you know, do all that stuff. Wow. Now tell us a little bit about the San Gabriel Valley Humane Society. Uh, San Gabriel Valley Humane Society has been around since the early 1900s. Oh, I didn't realize that long. Yes, they've been they're very well established in the community, and they service um, the cities of Monterey Park, Temple City, Azusa, St. Gabriel, and you know if you ever lose your pet, that's where you want to go. If you ever need shots for your pet, you need to license your pet. That is the place to go. Okay, and do you also do low-cost spaying and neutering? We do do low-cost spaying and neutering, and we encourage it. Um, you know, there's a lot of homeless pets out there that either need homes, and um, it is by, required by law to spay and neuter your pet. So, oh, in your area, that's that's a, a local law then. That is yes. Okay, okay, that's very good. And of course, all animals that leave the animal shelter must be spayed or neutered by law as well. Absolutely. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, how many animals does the shelter take care of on an average daily basis? On an average daily basis, the numbers kind of vary between probably about 80 to 100 animals. That okay. includes our our dogs, our cats, our bunnies. We have a great bunny rescue uh-huh. um, involved with them, as well as some of our exotics. Sometimes we get ducks and birds and turtles and snakes. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so, so if somebody's know. interested in any kind of animal, they should head on over. Absolutely. We've gotten things from, like from hamsters to horses. We used to have oh, a, yeah. a, a horse on the property. We used to have a, a farm on the property. So uh-huh. um, we do, those do get adopted from us um, or they get relocated to a sanctuary. Oh, wonderful. Now, I don't think we've discussed, where is the San Gabriel Valley Humane Society located? Uh, they're located on 851 East Grand Ave, mm-hmm. uh, right off San Gabriel Avenue. Okay. Um, off between the 10 and the 210. And are they open seven days a week? They are open seven days a week, which is unusual for a lot of shelters and humane societies. Yes. So they're open from 8 to 5 every day. Wow. 
and the kennels are open from 10 to 4 every day. Those are excellent hours, uh, especially for working people. You know, they could get in there real quick before work and check and see if their missing pet is there and bail them out and get them back home again. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You know, it's it's really hard. We lost our dog um, for a couple of days, and... You know, you really want to make sure that you've checked every place and not every place is open on Saturdays or Sundays. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's excellent. I'm glad to hear that you are. And, and is there a phone number that people can call and a website? Absolutely. Um, the phone number to San Gabriel Humane Society is 626-286-1159. Okay. And if they want to come check out the website, it's www.sgbhumane.org. Okay. Very they can good. find information about uh, the Humane Society there as well as the Runama event. Okay, and then also a little bit about the spay and neuter program too. Yes. Okay. Now tell me how long? How did you get involved with the the Humane Society, and what do you do there? Um, I actually got involved probably about eight years ago as a adoption counselor, and I just kind of stumbled in looking for uh, the Humane Society mm-hmm. uh, to see, you know, whether we want a new dog or someone else to bring into the house and um, I ended up staying and volunteering and ended up being one of their um, foster moms Uh and since that um, it's involved to becoming their events coordinator where I help coordinate the dog walk every year and all our minor events that go on. Oh, fabulous. Well, congratulations on doing an excellent job, and I wish you the very best of luck with your upcoming event. One more time, that's when? That's September 20th. Okay, and And it's at? It's a Saturday at Temple City Park in Temple City on Las Tunas Ave. Fabulous. Okay, well, it's time for us to take one last break here on the Pet Place Radio Show. Thanks for uh, coming on the show today. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, Marie, for having us. I just want to mention um, our other two sponsors, if I could. Okay, real quick. Uh, Victor Medical has uh, been a great sponsor to us last year and this year, and we have a new sponsor called NewsGoGo.com. So if you get a chance, please check them out. Okay, and we'll be back in just a moment on the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL AM 1260 and 540. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. It's time for Marianne Dell's Children's Book Reviews About Animals. Hi, Marianne. How are you? Good, Marie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing really well. i got to tell you, though, I got your list of books and uh, and your little synopses of what all they are about. And I tell you, I'm just reading these little short things you've written, and I'm, I'm already in tears. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of special, and it, um, I discovered this publishing house called the Griffin Press, just tooling around the internet about a month ago, uh-huh. and they have this series of books called Sit, Stay, Read, and they are designed, of course, to get kids reading and to be books that appeal to children, but they're also designed to be very educational, and they hit right where everybody needs to learn about what it's like to own a dog, where dogs come from, um, how to take care of them, what our responsibilities are for them. And they do all, of course, end happily, as children's books should. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's but, a good thing. <laughs> but along the way, there's some very, very 
important lessons. Um, I know what you mean. They all had me in tears reading them, both at just the stories and, and at the idea that someone is doing this. Griffin Presses, um, when you go to the website, it says the Griffin Press, a voice for the voiceless, oh. which is a line from a poem by, I believe the woman's name is Edna Wheeler, mm -hmm. um, that starts, I shall be a voice for the voiceless. And it's about talking for those and standing up for those who can't stand up for themselves, which is, of course, really the role we who decided to domesticate animals took on when we made that decision. That's right. We all inherited a huge task. That's right. Wow. Well, let's talk about some of these books. Okay. Well, the first one is, is probably the, the toughest one to read. It's called Buddy Unchained by Daisy Bix, illustrated by Joe Hyatt. Of course, the publisher is Griffin Press. Uh, the price is fifteen ninety five, And like all of these books, it's for ages five and up. Um, and my caveat on that is that's the reading level, and the reading level probably goes up to about eight. But, mm -hmm. again, these are the kind of books that would be just marvelous for all four of these books would be great for a family to get and read together as a family before they make the decision to bring a dog into their house, if that's what they're thinking about doing. Yeah, it's, these these are all just wonderful books. And, and this one in particular is talking about something that I, I have just, been so infuriated by over the years when I've seen animals chained up in the backyard, and I'm so glad that California finally passed a law that, that makes that illegal now to chain your dog up. Yes, of course that doesn't necessarily stop people from doing it. Yeah. I'm working with a dog right now who was in a yard on a very short chain, and it was an Australian Shepherd Husky mix, and that is just, of course, not the kind of situation for that dog. And no. the family was not trying to intentionally be cruel. They were, like so many people, uninformed mm -hmm. about really what a dog needs and, and why their dog was an escape artist. And Buddy Unchained gets into that in, in that it talks about the life he led. <clears throat> Excuse me before he found his current family. Mm -hmm. And he was chained outdoors all the time. And if he wasn't chained, ooh, he got to be in the garage. Wow. Which... There's no course, life for a dog. No, the dog isn't part of the family at all. And it's, it's, it's very, very sad when we're looking at Buddy's life when he was on the chain. Um, the nice thing is the book starts with the family he's with now. And so we know as we're reading about his previous life that he was saved from that and came to a better life, a life where he has good food and water all the time and he's played with and he's trained and he gets a, a nice place to sleep and he's part of the family as it should be. Wow. What a great story. What a great message. Absolutely. And it's called Buddy Unchained. Buddy Unchained. And here's another really cool thing about these sit-stay read books. At the back of each, there's a page that talks about the subject in the book, in this case, tethering dogs and why it's not a good thing to do. And it gives information about the subject. It gives resources. There's websites for groups like Dogs Deserve Better, which is a group created specifically to fight the tethering of dogs. Mm-hmm and talks about how you as a person, from children through adults, can help to avoid this happening by not treating your dog this way, by working with groups that fight this, by watching out for it, by reporting this kind of abuse when mm -hmm. you see it, and who you can report it to. 
Excellent. And and it really is abuse. No no living sentient being should ever be tied up all its life on a little chain in the backyard. I mean, why even get a pet if that's what you're going to do? Absolutely not. I say to people who are going to do that, put yourself out there for 24 hours and see what it feels like. It's no different for the dog. Yeah, it's, it's worse than being in prison, I think. I think it not is. Not that I've ever been in prison. <laughs> no, but we have a pretty good idea what it might be like and sure. not a positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and neither is this. Okay, let's talk about your second book. Okay, this is Before You Were Mine Okay. by Mary Beth Bolt. It's illustrated by David Walker by Griffin, 1599, also for ages five and up. Okay, and what's this one about? This is a cute little story about a little boy talking to his pop and saying, what happened to you before you were mine? Did you have a little boy who loved you? Did he play with you? Did he take care of you? Did he give you good food like I do? Did he let you sleep with him? Or were you owned by someone who was mean? Did they chain you up, the chaining issue again? Did they ignore you? Did they put you in the backyard and not pay any attention to you? Did they not care? Did you slip out of an open gate and they didn't care? What happened? And then at the end, he comes to realize that it doesn't really matter because whoever they were, they sure let something golden slip out of their hands, and he's his now. Aww. And that's all that matters. That's right. What if we, so this was a shelter dog that this family, this boy, adopted. Yes, and it talks about him being in the shelter and how they went to the shelter to find him. It even has a couple pages on the family losing their previous dog and passed. Wow, excellent, excellent oh. book. I would I would recommend something like that for, for all children and for all families. And this one really is, is, there's really nothing negative about this one. It talks about some of the bad things that can happen to animals, but it's done very, uh, very much on the surface. Mm-hmm. And while you feel sad for the dog, it, it's not nearly as, as sad as Buddy mm-hmm. is. Um, and this is a book that, you know, any any small child could have read to them or could it's pretty easy read for you know kids who are there aren't too many real big words in it um and the information at the end of this one talks about adopting a shelter dog oh fabulous what a again a wonderful message especially for children who who really need to be learning this type of thing absolutely Okay, so let's move on to story number three. Okay, you know, it's so hard for me to pick a favorite because I'm sitting here thinking, oh, maybe this one is, but mm, I don't know. But I do love this one. This is A Home for Dakota Mm -hmm. by Jan Zeta Grover, illustrated by Nancy Lane, published by Griffin, 1595 and for ages five and up. And this one is about puppy mill dogs. Oh, it's the story of dog number 241 who lived in a puppy mill. Uh-huh. Never gets to spend any time with all those puppies she has because they're just whisked away from her. Wow. And she's in such sad shape that she doesn't have any hair. No hair? No hair. Oh. And, of course, she lives in a wire crate. And it as, does as the life of so many puppy mill mothers. I guess, I and mean, it's just really terrible. Absolutely, and the picture, the first picture in the book is, you know, of a dark place with dogs in cages with numbers on them, which is, you know, how it is mm-hmm. in, in puppy mills. Um, they're, if anything is worse than a dog that's chained in the backyard, it's a dog that's a puppy mill dog. Yeah, I, I, um, I agree. You know, that's about it. Uh-huh. But she is 
rescued. There's a raid on the puppy mill, and all the dogs are freed. And she goes to live with a woman named Emma, who is fostering her and getting her ready to be put in a home and helps her get back to health, helps her start to grow her hair, and finds the perfect home for her. Although the little girl who, Dakota, who Emma christens the dog, who will never again be known as a number, and the little girl shares something in common. The little girl has had cancer. They don't say it, but it's obvious when you look at the book, and she's lost her hair. And at first she shuns Dakota. She says, I want a perfect dog. And Dakota is sad, and the family goes away, and Emma says to Dakota, you just wait. I know you two are meant for each other. (laughs) And sure enough, Emma thinks about things and realizes that she made a really bad judgment call, and the family comes back. They adopt Dakota, and Emma has a great big cushion for Dakota to sleep in. It's a cushion to Dakota to, uh, excuse me, um, the the little girl whose nickname is Sweetie not Emma. Uh, The cushion is, of course, Sweetie's bed, Uh (laughs) which Dakota gets to share with her. (laughs) And um, and they get to grow their hair back together. Mm -hmm. And it's, of course, a very wonderful ending. Wow. Um, Everybody's happy and everybody's nursed back to health. And this book talks about puppy mills. And, And I think most people who adopt or purchase, rather, animals from pet stores don't realize that, that the bulk of those animals come from puppy mills. No, I'm, I'm sure they don't. And, and the fact is, puppy mills have animals in deplorable conditions. I mean, just, just things you'd never even want to see. They're so terrible. But it's good that uh, the word is getting out, even though it might be kind of hard for a little kid to... Uh, to comprehend all of that, um, I think it's important that they know that this is something that's going on. And and I hope the book also talks about not supporting pet stores that uh, use puppy mills. Absolutely. That's what's at the end of the book. Oh, very good. I'm yep. glad to hear that. Yep. Yes. It's uh, and, it, and it also talks about what you can expect, which is, you know, we know uh, badly bred, unhealthy animals if you do end up with an animal that's adopted from a puppy mill. Animals that don't live as long lives as other dogs, dogs that are well-bred. And and a lot of health problems associated with them throughout their lives, you know, even if they are relatively long, they usually have lots and lots of problems. They do, because again, if any animals are going to be prone to the types of things that are likely in a breed like hip dysplasia and Labradors and other retrievers, it's puppy mill dogs, because there's no concern given to what's being bred. Just so terrible. Marianne, i I got to rush you along. I hate to do this, but let's talk about your last book. Okay, the last book is a really nice roundup book. It's called Are You Ready for Me? by Claire Buckwald, illustrations by Amelia Hansen. And I'll just go right into this. This one talks about what's involved in getting a dog and asks the question, are you ready to adopt a dog? Oh, good, good. Are you, and it goes over all the issues of what you have to do. And it, it addresses children. It talks, to, it talks about things like, can you take care of me when you come home from school instead of rushing out to play with your friends? Do you know that I have to always come very high up on the hierarchy in your life? And it's it's marvelous. And at the end of the book, this one has a contract that the family can look at together and check off whether they are ready to adopt a dog. It has statements like, we'll never abandon our dog. We will spay and neuter our dog. We will provide high-quality food for our dog. And it says if you can't say yes to all of these, 
and you're not ready for a dog, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. The key thing is knowing that. Sure. And the Griffin Press on their website has an Are You Ready For Me kit. You can download it. It's a PDF. And it includes, and I think this is really cool, it has a certificate to give to kids who know now is not the time for them to get a dog and who say, you know what, I, I know I can't do it right now and I'm not ready. And it's like, it, it, it's a little reward you can give them for saying, good for you, you're smart enough to know. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. Let's give the website one more time so if people wanted to look into these books further, they can. Okay, it is thegriffinpress.com, and Griffin is spelled G-R-Y-P-H-O-N. Excellent. Thank yeah. you so much, Marianne. We sure appreciate your book reviews. Oh, you are welcome. I love doing it, Marie. Okay, we have to take a very quick break, but we'll be back again here on the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL AM 1260 and 540. Stay tuned. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I'd like to tell you about a couple of events. First, on Sunday, September 14th, the Orange County SPCA will be holding its 11th annual Walk for the Animals in Huntington Beach Central Park East. That's at Golden West and Talbert Avenues behind the Central Library. Registration begins at 7.30 a.m. and the 2K, 5K walk starts at 9 a.m. Collect pledges and win prizes while raising funds to support programs which directly benefit the animals. Last year was a great success but so much more is needed. With your support, this year's walk is sure to be an even bigger success. Visit www.orangecountyspca.org. Then, PetSmart is hosting its annual Fall Adoption Days on September 12th, 13th, and 14th. All All PetSmart stores that have rescues and shelters as partners will be participating. The Pet Place crew will be at the PetSmart in Lake Forest on Saturday, September 13th, and at the PetSmart in Downey on Sunday, September 14th. These are all-day events, so come on by and adopt a homeless pet or two. As always, I encourage you to check out the Pet Place website at PetPlace.org to find out the latest pet news, or to click on the contact link and just say hi, or give us some suggestions for topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please stay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. 